0: We're fixing to have us a good day.
1: This is Locked On Auburn, your daily Auburn Tigers podcast. Zach Blackerby and Michael Pappas. Happy uh, Wednesday! It's Wednesday. Happy Wednesday, Michael.
2: Doesn't feel like Wednesday, Zach. What's it feel it like? Not at all. I what? don't even know, man. I don't have a. I don't have a good day of the week for it to feel like. But <laughs> okay.
1: Sounds good. Well, hey, we got all kinds of stuff to talk about because, once again, we stressed on this yesterday, football's back, and uh, we actually have a lot of stuff to talk about, so that is exciting. I want to talk about what Bo Nick said yesterday in his time available to the media, and how camp is going, Auburn's new football facility, the SEC put out safety guidelines for the season, and ESPN's computers have simulated the season, how do they have Auburn going, Better than I expected. So we'll uh, we'll talk about all that on today's show. But today's show, of course, brought to you by our friends at Fetch Me Home Delivery. You can use promo code TEN OFF ONE ZERO O F F to uh, three restaurants that they choose to partner with each and every week. This week's restaurants are MK's Asian Kitchen. I ordered uh, them using Fetch Me on Saturday. Fantastic as always. Jin Korean, the, our friends at Fetch Me said it's the best Korean barbecue in town. I haven't had it yet, and I like Korean barbecue, so I need to check that out. And then BurgerFi, of course, BurgerFi always has some fantastic burgers and some different options if you want to spice that up or if you want to go meat-free or, or whatever you want to do. BurgerFi has great options there, too. So you can use um, 10 Off uh, in the free Fetch Me Delivery app, or you can go to FetchMeDelivery.com. They also have a new app coming uh, over the next few months. So uh, we're excited to see what that looks like. And of course, if you haven't used Fetch Me before or you haven't used this promo code before, you can use promo code ZAC20 two zero for your first delivery free. That is at Fetch Me. Alright dude, Bo Nix and KJ Britt spoke to the media yesterday. I love a lot of what Nix shared. We're going to play some of it for you guys. First up, he looks a lot bigger. Ale.com posted a video of some of the, the first practice. He looks thicker and uh, I didn't realize this, but he had kind of gone to the media before and said that was one of his goals. The first question yesterday, Nathan King asked him, friend of the program, Nathan King, asked about, hey, you, you know, you came out and said your goal was to get bigger this off season. And uh, Bo was like, yeah, that's a great question. And uh, you know we're, we're, we're taking steps in the right direction there. So, um, I thought that was good. I didn't really notice it as much when he was doing the talking to the media, but in that video, I could definitely, that jersey looked a little tighter. You know what I'm saying?
2: Yeah, I thought he was already pretty thick last season, but I, I think you're definitely right. I, I did notice that in the video um, while I was watching. I was like, he looks like a big boy.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that jersey's hugging him a little bit more, and I'm all for it. He was showing off some midriff in, he the, in the video too. If that doesn't radiate confidence, I don't know what does. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so... He was asked about the quarterback room. Uh, He he mentions that there's six guys in the quarterback room now, and and you and I have talked about it throughout the offseason. Here's what he said when asked about it.
0: Uh, Well, like you said, we do have a um, very, very lengthy quarterback room. Um, I think it's six of us now, and so each guy brings something different to the table. Um, We get along great. Um, We really have a fun, unique quarterback room with Coach Morris and Coach Bryant. Um, Obviously, we're learning a lot and just having fun doing it, and um, we're looking forward to continue progressing throughout the season. But um, like you said, it is kind of different looking at um, the dynamics of it. Um, Obviously, um, me and Cord, we've been here for a few years, and we're kind of the oldest ones. Then we brought in Grant and Chael as new guys, Grant obviously being um a fifth year and then uh, grant or chale obviously being a freshman but um certain things like that is how it just makes our room unique and um, like i said we all get along we're doing great things and we're um consistently talking about the plays and stuff like that we have a great relationship great connection and that just all feeds off of coach morris and what he does and how he leads us
1: all right two things michael stand out from that answer then i'll get your thoughts see if anything else stood out to you one he mentioned how he and Cord have been there the longest, and it's funny because Bo's like he's a sophomore, so he's either like nineteen or twenty, and then Cord's like thirty-five. I thought that was funny. <laughs> and then we've been saying uh, we've been saying Chael Garnett. That is not the correct way to say it. Yeah, Chael. Interesting. One syllable, mm. Chael. Chael. So apologies to Chael Garnett. We even like named a few episodes after him, and uh, that's on us. That's on us. Anything stand out to you uh, with Nix's answer there? Uh,
2: yeah, he decided to name everyone except Sawyer Page. Uh, <laughs> that's pretty rude, Bo Nix.
1: He don't want to fuel the fire. He don't want to lose uh, his job.
2: Put some respect on that guy's name, please. Like yes. there's six guys, you named five.
1: <laughs> that's just rude. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, All right, moving on. He was asked about uh, KJ uh, as far as his leadership on the other side of the football. I thought he gave a good answer here.
0: Uh, So yesterday um, was kind of the only one I've seen. But, I mean, obviously, KJ, you you know exactly what you're going to get out of KJ. You're going to get the most um, physical guy on the field. He's going to be loud. He's going to be communicating out there. He's going to be excited and passionate about what he does. And I think that's just kind of what – K.J. brings to the entire team is that passionate guy who loves Auburn, would do anything for the team. And everyone knows it, so there's no, um, there's no doubt in, in, throughout the team. There's no doubt that he will come through for us and he's going to give us his all. And I think that spreads throughout the defense, and I think um, that's exactly why he's the leader of our team. And uh, that's exactly why our defense does so great. Um, so looking forward to just continue to see him make strides and continue to see him be out there and playing.
1: Yeah, and I kind of want to continue that by saying when KJ was talking to the media yesterday, I don't think he said really anything super interesting, so I don't have anything cut up from him um, other than he had a great quote about loving football so much that he would um, go out to the parking lot and play against Bears if you asked him to. I thought that was pretty cool. And he kept saying, just got to keep chopping wood. That's his way of, like, keep grinding, chopping wood. Mm -hmm. I think we need to incorporate that somehow more, but... um, (laughs) But watching KJ Britt talk to the media, it really felt like I was watching like Deshaun Davis 2.0. As far as, you and I have talked about this before. One, I think KJ Britt's a better athlete than Deshaun was. But I don't think he had that locker room presence and that leadership presence. And I'm eating crow on that now. Because that guy is the full package. He is the absolute full package.
2: Yeah, absolutely. He's just going to keep chopping
1: wood. Yeah, he's out there just chopping wood, fighting bears in the parking lot. That's just kind of the guy that KJ Britt is. Uh, Last quote that we have from Bo Nix. Do you notice he's got more of a rasp in his voice now? I don't know if you've picked up on that. I'm here for it. That's fine. Um, Jason Caldwell asked the last question of the media uh, availability with Bo Nix. He mentioned Malzahn's comment. You and I talked about this on yesterday's Locked on Auburn. But Malzahn talked about needing more depth this year for obvious reasons with COVID. And Bo uh, kind of took that question and talked about some of the newcomers and the newbies. And, uh, yeah, I thought some of the names he listed were interesting.
0: Yeah, I'm excited about the newcomers. The freshmen, uh, Coach Russell, um, especially in this offseason this summer, was really bragging about them and said um, how good of a job that they've done. They had a great GPA coming in from last spring. Um, And so those guys have really taken care of business, and I'm really looking forward to seeing them grow and develop as players. Um, not only as guys around the locker room and, and eventually growing up and maturing um, that at, in, in all ways that freshmen do, but um, I mean, just a few obviously, Tank and Xavion, um, those guys have been out there, are working really hard, and those are just two that come to my mind. But everyone that um, has been out here for a while, Chael has been in my room, so I've got, really gotten to see him grow and develop and kind of uh, mature as a quarterback. And obviously there's a big jump from high school to college, especially in the quarterback room. Um, and I feel like he's done a great job of um, kind of taking his opportunity and making the most of it, and he's doing really good. Uh, but every all the freshmen, I can honestly say all the freshmen, um, they're slowly maturing and learning and doing what they're supposed to do because, like you said, uh, we're in a different time, and so a third group may be needed. Um, and so everyone needs to be ready to play, and they're obviously here for a reason, and they can jump right in and help us.
1: So there's a ton of really talented freshmen on this team. KJ talked about it too, but KJ didn't really mention any by name. Bo mentioned Tank Bigsby, Xavion Capers, the big-bodied wide receiver on the outside. We assume he'll play playing on the outside. And then Chael Garnett, uh, which he's probably closest to him just because of the quarterback room situation. You think those three names are interesting? If they are going to be three freshmen that were brought up, it was those three?
2: Yeah, it's definitely interesting. Everyone kind of expects Tank... Uh, to be one of the guys who's brought up, yeah. And uh, but Zevion Capers being the wide receiver uh, going into fall camp, you know, I think the name that everyone kind of heard, whispered, or whatever, for the wide receiver who could potentially get playing time, it was it was Kobe Hudson. Just Dude, he's he's so such a natural, natural. Wide receiver. exactly. And uh, for it to be a different guy, that that's pretty surprising. Um, there's a movie in which. Like, the, the boyfriend, the dad doesn't like, his name is Chael, and that's all that I'm going to be able to think about until I figure out what movie it is. I was about to ask what movie. Okay. All right. I'm so, I don't know. I'm, so, I'm, sorry I'm trying you, to find it.
1: I'm sorry you're having to deal with that right now.
2: I can't believe his name is Chael. Uh, really, it's really distracting. <laughs> yeah.
1: I was watching the, uh, you know, it was like a Zoom conference, and like when that happened, I was like looking at all the other beat writers' face. I'm like, y'all knew that? Y'all knew that? Why didn't y'all tell me that? Y'all text me occasionally, hey, you're doing a good job with the show. Why are you telling me that I'm not saying the backup quarterback's name correctly? Unbelievable. All right. All right. So, uh, yeah, I think Bo had a lot of good things to say. Also, speaking of good things, Built Bar is back. They have relaunched their website. They've redesigned the thing. They've also improved their bars. And uh, they're even better. They're absolutely even better. So they've got 18 flavors Six new flavors, including the 12 original flavors. Some of the new flavors we mentioned, caramel brownie, cookies and cream, carrot cake. I'm not a big carrot cake guy, but I'd certainly try it. Um, Then, of course, some of the classics here, salted caramel, double chocolate, orange, toffee, almond, coconut, peanut butter, brownie. All the bars are covered in 100% chocolate. They are soft and easy to chew, and they are absolutely delicious. So you can go to BuiltBar.com. Use promo code LOCKEDON, no spaces, LOCKEDON for $10 off your first box at BuiltBar.com. Use promo code LOCKEDON for $10 off at BuiltBar.com.
2: Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.
1: All right, Michael Pappas. We uh, briefly mentioned this yesterday. Auburn landed a new Juco commitment this week. Kamal Haddon of Independence Community College. Of course, that is out in Kansas. We're in the number five Juco corner in the country by 247 Sports. And uh, this all went down on Monday. He announced it on his Twitter page. Haddon, who is a 6'2", 185, chose Auburn over Kentucky, Nebraska, Texas Tech, UCF, Washington State, and West Virginia. Out of all those schools, I would definitely pick Auburn as well. Me too.
2: But this guy, he's a big cornerback. They've been looking for a, a JUCO guy, at least one at corner, um, for this next class. And so it's, uh, it's good that they found one. I mean, 6'2", 185.
1: Look at his stuff, dude, he, he's very lean. He plays
2: very long. Dude needs to put on some some lbs during quarantine.
1: Yeah, he's physical though. He's physical, but yeah, if he gets that COVID fifteen, he'll be back. You know, he'll be up to two hundred playing great. No, there, I figured I, it out. By the way, what movie was it?
2: It it was the TV show um, Kevin Can Wait. I've never heard of that. It's it was a Kevin James show on CBS for two seasons. Um, yeah, the, the fiance, his daughter's fiance or something. His name was Chale. Kevin hated him. How
1: did they spell it?
2: C-H-A-L-E.
1: There was no Y in the middle of it? No. I just feel like if there's a Y in the middle of a word or a name, it breaks it up into syllables. But that's just, I'm wrong. I'm wrong. It's that dude's name. And we said it wrong for like three months. Uh, Okay. Um, All right, so Auburn took another step forward for their football facility. The headquarters for Auburn's football team is expected to move across the street uh, on the other side of Biggio Drive from its current practice fields to the site of the old Wilbur Hutzel track and field. The football program has been interested in that land since Tommy Tuberville was head coach in the early 2000s. That's according to Auburn Undercover. Um, Just looking at parts of the article, it just kind of seems like they're going to, that this is a done deal. Um, It currently is used for 13 tennis courts located just north of the old track and field. Um, The current complex that houses the football locker rooms, weight training area, two outdoor fields, and an indoor practice field is expected to be used by other Auburn intercollegiate sports teams once the new facility is completed. I wonder who could use that much space? maybe soccer? I don't know.
2: I don't know. That's but, a great question. Uh, so it's where the tennis courts are? It's cuz there it's not where the track is?
1: I believe there's a track and then next to it are 13 tennis courts.
2: Okay, I'm a little confused. But I, all right.
1: I, I thought the tennis courts and the track were not in the same place either, but there must be a, there must be two different Sets of there tennis
2: More tennis courts that I don't know about.
1: I don't go over there a lot, so I don't know. Um, <laughs> the university's board of trustees will have to approve finalized plans for the facility and then approve a bid for construction of the buildings uh, before buildings can start. Auburn has not announced when that could happen, but it was awarded a site preparation contract to and Cook for approximately three point nine million dollars. Sources tell inside the Auburn Tigers the goal is to have the project completed prior to the start of the 2022 season. So they need to get on this. Two years? Yeah, before the 2022 season. They need to – I think it's going to shoot on up.
2: Yeah. It's not a tall building, right?
1: And I guess I the practice field stuff, I mean, it's just going to be very large and open, but, yeah, you're, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not going to act like I know how to build – Football only athletic departments, but I thought that was um, I thought that was a good thing. I mean, that's kind of been the big bugaboo for Auburn recruiting is they're going up against you know Clemson's and Alabama's and all these schools that have football only facilities, and I, that's a big deal to the recruits apparently. So um, you got to adapt.
2: Well, you know LSU has sleep pods, so
1: that's true. That's true. I bet Auburn has sleep pods as well. Because at this point, anything built after LSUs will have sleep pods. That's so silly. It's Just a, like it, go home and take a nap. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's like your dorms across the street. <laughs> Whatever. All right. Uh, we got a few more things uh, coming up right here on Locked On Auburn. All right, Pappas. Uh, the SEC announced new safety guidelines. Um, the big things, attendance will be set by the schools, and then face coverings will be mandatory. And those are kind of the biggest two things. They put out a large, pretty long um, list of stuff. But barriers have to be installed at all the point-of-sale um, things regarding uh, concessions. And you're not going like, to be able to make drinks there. I think everything's going to have to be bottled. Um, as I think there's going to be certain gates you can go into and you can't leave through those gates. There's going to be like entrance gates and exit gates. And uh, I mean, everything else just kind of has to do with like social distancing and um, restrooms are going to have entry and exit points. And then uh, tailgating is going to be decided by the institutions. That's kind of the biggest thing now is like, are we going to be able to tailgate? And Auburn has not decided that yet. Talking to folks um, that are in the tailgating space at Auburn, they're expecting a bomb to drop this week. So I don't know what that means. From his perspective, it sounded like a bad thing, so we'll see. We'll see. Uh,
2: yeah, usually bombs are not considered good. Correct. In my experience.
1: Correct. Um, last thing, ESPN Computers, they simulated Auburn's record with the new schedule. They had Auburn going 7-3, and three, and that's what I have Auburn going. They had the three losses to Georgia, LSU, and Alabama. If that happens, will Auburn fans be happy, yes or No. No is that the correct emotion to feel in that situation?
2: I don't know, man. I don't to be honest with you, I don't really understand all the LSU hype right now. Um I realize they just won, but their whole team went pro including the guy that everyone was like this is the reason that they're good. Yeah. The well, and Joe Burrow. Like the everyone was freaking out about But who Joe were you Brady. talking about? Oh, I see. Joe Brady. Gotcha. And was like, this is the reason that they're actually good. And also Joe Burrow was obviously really good, too. And so, like, you know, they lose everyone, all of those people. And they lose Dave Aranda, right? That's who it was, their defensive coordinator. And so it's like... Mass exodus. everyone is gone. And as much as we want to be like yeah, they're going to be good again. Like, Miles Brennan has been there for nine years, and every time he's had a chance to win the job, he has not been able to do that. And, like, yes, it's LSU. They can reload, but I, I'm just – I I, I want to see it first.
1: Like, I do, right too, now, man. And, and the fact that Auburn gets to play at home, like, that's just another element of me where I'm like, I'm not – I don't know – I, I I think Auburn has a good chance to win that game, but I get though, like if a computer's doing it, they still see all these four and five stars coming in for LSU and and all that. And like Ed Orgeron may do something crazy that week and just fire the team up. You know what I'm saying? He'll may yeah, just like practice with the defensive lineman, just take a shirt off and get the team fired up. He does that. That's a thing.
2: Yeah. It's also like you know, they're putting in a new offense and new defense, and today is their first practice. Mm-hmm. Like, I, like, I guess technically they may have more time since they've got, like, six weeks until their first game or whatever right now. But still, that's, like, that's not a lot of time. Usually they have spring, summer, and fall to do it. Yeah. And so, I don't know, man. I'm just a little... Uh, little I just, I'm not sold on LSU yet.
1: Yeah, I'm there with you. And, uh, you know, we talked about this either yesterday or the day before, but, you know, the, the game I'm most concerned about for Auburn is uh, Tennessee. I don't know why, but they, uh, they had Auburn beating Tennessee. So that's cool. That's good. But yeah, the Georgia week two, that's another one where I'm just like, I just don't feel weird about that game which is dumb because Auburn stinks in Athens. They've won there like once my whole life. So <laughs> I don't know why I feel that way. Every time they go into Athens, it's like, oh, they should totally win this. And then it's just like Sean White's like, no, my right shoulder's gone. I'm sorry. I'm going to throw a pick six. It's like, come on, Sean White. Come on.
2: But Georgia at least has been, you know, they've won the SEC East for four years in a row, five years in a row, whatever it is now. Yeah. Like, two years ago, LSU was an 8 or 9 win team. And before, like, they were good, not great. And if you look at, you know, coaching throughout the recent college football history, it's just much more likely that this past season is an outlier for Ed Orgeron's coaching career than it is now the norm.
1: Pappas, before we wrap up today, uh, just to kind of give a peek behind the curtain um, for our like, production meetings and our, our internal documents, you want to kind of give a nod uh, to, to what stood out about our show outline for the day? Uh, yes, there are GIFs and links. I put links in, in there before, but the GIFs, yeah. All right, so the first GIF is Bo Nix throwing at uh, Auburn's first practice on Monday. Describe the second GIF that I put in here.
2: Uh, it is Big Cat Brian. He, Big Cat Bryant.
1: About to say, is um, Big Cat Brian friends with Big Cat Bryant?
2: He uh, he kind of falls out of his stance a little bit and then does a, uh, a nice little, uh, what is it, a, like a rip?
1: Club? Rip through? What do you call that? It's very smooth. Explodes out of his stance. I'm so excited to watch him play this year. I'm so excited.
2: Kind of jumped the gun a little bit. Was almost It's Not gonna lie.
1: Um, but the discipline stayed true. He recovered, and he destroyed that tackling dummy. Destroyed it.
2: And destroyed and he it. He didn't. He didn't even touch the little net thing above his head.
1: Uh, that's true. The shoot. That is right. Pappas, where can people find you, bud?
2: Follow me on Twitter at CouchPapTato.
1: Follow me on Twitter at ZBlack. We follow the show on Twitter at LockedOnAuburn on Instagram at Auburn Podcast, and we're also on TikTok. We'll be back tomorrow right here on Locked On Albert. It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.